for tuning in to Daters Gonna Date. This is your favorite Irish dating podcast where we talk ghosting, puff, bumble, tinder, bad dates, good dates, and everything in between. Stay tuned for laughs, some tears, and definitely some good stories. And welcome back to another episode of Gators Gonna Date with me, Roisin. And me, Nicola. And Weza, this episode is going to be the big one. This is a big one. My God, the reaction to this. I mean, I knew people, I, you know, I knew people would be interested in this topic. I didn't know so many people would come forward with some horrendous tales um, of either being cheated on or being the other party um, and being the cheat or being the cheat yeah Um, so yeah this episode is all about cheating Uh, me and Nicola will talk about our own experiences obviously um, and other people's everything's going to be anonymous in case anyone's listening who replied to the poll and is now like oh fuck shit (laughs) please don't say my name Uh, we're not going to be saying we're not we're going to keep everything very general Uh, we're not going to out you don't worry (laughs) it's all anonymous yeah all the male listeners are suddenly like oh no (laughs) oh no I'm going to to say it's me Mick (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien exactly so like Jesus, where do we even start? Because, I mean, we had talked about topics to do for this podcast and me me and you both have had, we've both, you know, obviously shifted people and we didn't know they had girlfriends or whatever. Um, but I, yeah, the reaction. So, like, obviously we know some friends that have gone through cheating, being the cheat person cheated on. We all probably know someone who's been cheated on and currently maybe being cheated on. We probably all know someone who has done the cheating. Basically, we all know someone who's been affected by it. And we're kind of surprised that it's taken us this long to kind of get to that topic, I suppose. But hands on heart, it definitely has been the one so far on this podcast that we've had the biggest reaction for. Yeah, uh, 100%. I don't think we've had just the interaction with the polls, with the chats, the messages, emails, etc. You know, there's been a lot. Um, it just goes to prove how many of us have, have been through it to whatever degree. Um, but yeah, it seems like everybody has a story to share here. So to supposed to give it some shape and um, kind of do it in the order that we put it up on the poll on our Instagram. And if you aren't following us on Instagram, do go find us, Daters Gonna Date. We are there and on Twitter. But anyway, we put up a poll on Instagram, a few of them, and a few d- different questions. And the first one we did um, was about if you were the person who had done the cheating. And I put this up on a Sunday morning and I was kind of, before I went from a walk, kind of watching the stories come in. And it was really funny because the polls, you know, flying and the questions, and um, people were really replying to them. This one took a little bit of time. I, people were kind of, I know, a bit nervous about sharing being the person who's done the cheating. The poll itself, uh, 24% of people said, yes, they had been the cheater. 76 said they'd never cheated. Now, I'm guessing there might be more than that. And I think maybe the 76%, some of them are probably like, oh, well, what do you define cheating as? Is it like, you know, oh, I didn't sleep with, you know, didn't sleep with the person, you know, like, to me, less than a quarter saying that they've been a cheater doesn't seem right. Maybe they don't count scoring somebody as cheating. But I would classify cheating for me as definitely I would include 
kissing somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe any sort of physical um, thing would be cheating to me. Now, whether you can get you can get beyond it as a couple, that's a totally other separate thing. Whether you could forgive someone for just the shift or whatever. But yeah, I do think any sort of physical act. I'd consider that cheating, yeah, for sure. I would also consider sexting, even if they've never met up. Yeah, that's there's something about that on a kind of maybe even an emotional level, mm-hmm. like that that you do that with somebody, and then just the fear, like if you're if you're doing that, like what else are you doing? You know that yeah. kind of way. Um, and again, it's just like how emotionally invested then are you in if you're doing this online? Um, mm-hmm. Thought it was interesting that you then asked, you know, it, it, basically if it if you did cheat, was it? a one-off or was it a fair? So 83% of people said it was a one-off. So I'm I'm guessing when we get down to the nitty-gritty of the people who ended up in this position, it's going to be a lot of drunken mistakes mm-hmm. or accidents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I assume so. Like only 17% said they had an affair. So that definitely says a lot of drunken kisses out there to me. Um, and especially then when we asked, did your partner ever find out? And a huge, it was huge, like nearly 70% said they never found out. If it was just a shift, right? And I'm, you know, I'm going by like if it was just a shift. Like, is it worth telling your partner if it was one mistake, never happened again, and you were never going to do it again? Is it worth the pain and hurt that you cause like the other person? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is it worth confessing? Because, because okay, you get to offload, but then you kind of ruin somebody else's, you know, day yeah. life. So, yeah. you know, like maybe if it's just a smooch, it is not worth the pain you're going to cause someone, especially if you like really loved a person and it was genuinely just a horrible mistake. I love how both of us are like, shifting is definitely cheating. And then we're like, both at the same time, but would you tell if you shifted someone else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know. But, but I, I, like, I do feel like it's cheating. But then I also like wonder, like, if you were really remorseful and it was a genuine, just stupid one time and like it never happened again or was never going to happen again, is the suffering that you caused by telling the person like worth it you know what yeah. I mean because it's is like losing your relationship you know is it worth telling that person that your relationship probably ending for something that was so stupid but then maybe they'd find out another way and that's way worse you know yeah yeah that's the thing like I do think there are circumstances where maybe you don't have to tell the person like maybe I don't know like you're at a party you're so drunk you don't remember people told you you knew you were never going to do it again you know, it was one off. I suppose you have to do a personal evalu- evaluation of your relationship and think, is it definitely going to be just a one time thing? For me personally, I couldn't deal with the guilt. I would have to tell the person because I just couldn't let that eat me up. But if you knew maybe it was never going to happen again, it didn't mean anything, you didn't remember whatever, maybe it didn't count to you. Would you know what I'll tell you now? Uh... I don't know if I've ever told you this, Nicola. Here's a date. I've got a date exclusive. Oh, my God. <laughs> when I was going out with my ex, now, to be totally fair, we weren't going out that long, like, weren't official boyfriend or girlfriend. So I don't know where this comes on the spectrum of everything. But we went out for uh, your sister's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't come out 
he wouldn't come out and, with us and I got really upset and I got so drunk I think I rang him about 14 times during the night <laughs> absolutely langered and I have no real relaxation of this I think someone like like you were saying informed me of this mm-hmm. the following day um, but somebody who was there for drinks at the bar I shifted them now I don't I, I remember this yeah yeah and the fear of God in me the next day I don't know if you remember I actually look like that did you ever see that image of Lisa Simpson and she's like shaking and she's blooded yeah. and she's like yeah. totally distraught and but like I never told my ex about it. <laughs> I hope you're listening, you fucking prick. Um, <laughs> um, but like, we were boyfriend and girlfriend. We, we we like, even though it'd been like two or three months, we hadn't actually had a, like an exclusivity chat, if you want to put it that way. Mm-hmm. But to be totally honest, I think I was upset. I wanted him to come and meet my friends and hang out and and he wouldn't. And there's there's other reasons for that. It's not just as close as dry as like he wouldn't come out. It's it's more complicated mm. than that. But I think because of the amount of alcohol I consumed and so I, I was so upset, I just think I lent into somebody. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, like I fell asleep in a cubicle toilet later on at that night. Woke up. <laughs> Everything's gone, and I went home and puked all over the toilet. So, like, <laughs> we're like, this is what makes me laugh most about it because the whole time we were telling that story, I was like, piece of get I go, is this the night you fancy in the toilet? You all had thought I'd gone home, yeah, I'd gone up and fallen asleep in a cubicle. And you know, and I had gone looking for you and called your name a bit because I arrived, remember, I arrived after work because you guys were well pissed all day, yeah, and I arrived in and I was like, whoa, everyone's shit. <laughs> yeah and uh, I even remember coming out of the cubicle and you know the bar staff like everybody else was gone and the bar staff were like what the f- where did she come from <laughs> just kind of tumbling down the stairs my jacket was gone because you guys had took it thinking I'd gone home langered oh um, got a taxi yeah and then vomited all over the bathroom so look I- I'm not proud of the situation but I do think it was just a mistake and I don't think it was worth it was worth telling my no. ex at the time about it because I think it might have I don't think it really mattered in hindsight it wasn't like it was like somebody I work with and I was going to see all the time and it could have really you know impacted see in this circumstance I don't think you needed to tell because first of all you weren't going out with him so technically he could have been doing the same thing and you wouldn't want to know that and the thing about men and their egos is like you could have told like he's weren't official and you could have told him that and he might have come back to you and that and you'd be like well I did it as well and that would have really hurt you despite the fact that you had done it you were being eaten up alive and he obviously was coming back with throwing that in your face or he might take it upon himself to go well she did it so I have to go and do it now because you know that's a lot of men react react like that it's the ego boost they they don't like the ego doesn't like that the fact that the relationship is now a bit unbalanced uh, I think you, each person as a person, if it's just a shift, needs to go and kind of reevaluate if it's going to happen again. Yeah, because I think some people who replied, we kind of asked for the stories for people mm. who did cheat. I think a lot of a lot of the stories seem to be that actually some of the people were in bad relationships um, and probably like maybe shouldn't have been in them or should have got out of them. But, you know, it's it's never as easy as sometimes it's just like breaking up with someone and leaving them. And it seems like from a lot of the ones, like there's definitely a good view of people being like, ah, I was locked. Like, yeah. 
like myself, but there's definitely a few people who thought, like there was one here where said, someone said they were like really young, it was a bad relationship, they had really low self-esteem and they thought this guy was going to, the guy they cheated on with was going to save them from this bad relationship. Um, so you could see how like something like that would happen. And I was yeah. just saying, if you cheat once and you think it's going to happen again, there's got to be a problem with your actual relationship then. Somebody, there's a lot of people here saying drunken kisses. One person just put an emoji of a, a whiskey glass and a baby. So whiskey baby. <laughs> whiskey baby. Or they got langered and, and hooked up with a, a young a young fella, young, you know, yeah. perhaps. Um uh, yeah, like I mean, someone saying I opportunity, uh, opportunistically kissed three other ladies while I was going out with a beautiful lady. Um, as you said, you were going out, so you must have fucked that <laughs> royally. Yeah. And so you you got the opportunity. I love the way he, this man phrased it. I opportunity. I can't say that word. <laughs> I kissed three three other ladies, not just one. You selfish get you three. You had a beautiful yeah. one, and you wanted three more. Just uh, FYI, the opportunity is all always there when you're single it's just that when you're taken you kind of look at things like from a like the other side of the green and you're like oh my god look at all these like people like you've got yep. the comfort of knowing you can go home to somebody so like yes. changes the dynamic yeah it's also a confidence thing you have someone at home you know you're going to have that kiss there you know you're going to sleep with that person so you know you don't go out with the same kind of I'm not, I don't mean desperate, but you know, the same vibes as somebody who hasn't got that. And you don't have to score. So like you can go out and give all those confident vibes and you're so, you know, full of it that, you know, at the end of the night, if you don't score, anyone doesn't really bother you. Um, but me, after COVID, I'm going to be getting out giving the most desperate vibes and be like, I don't know how to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I do love this one. I brought a guy home from Oz for eight weeks, knew it was over, met my ex on a night out and kissed him. <laughs> it's just like, you brought this dude after probably not even that long in Australia. This is, again, I mean, we talked about holiday romances before, but, you know, they don't often work out, lads. This idea, the exoticism does not travel back to Ireland. Well, I could tell my little um, farming cheating story, uh, putting cheating in inverted commas here. So I was, I think I've mentioned on this podcast before that I was seeing this uh, younger dude. I'd like to point out of legal age <laughs> when I was on the farm. Um, I think I remember telling you all that I first time I kissed him, I ran away screaming, I'm a pedophile, I'm a pedophile despite the fact he was legal age, obviously. Um, but anyway, uh, I was seeing him on the farm and he was lovely and things were going great. And then, um, you know, when you're in these backpacking situations, people leave at different times, obviously. So our friend Sam was leaving and we were having a party for him and it was a different place than we normally would go to drink, which was very limited in this little, little town we're in. And I don't know what happened, we all just got bananas. And I don't remember anything until I woke up um, on this couch and I didn't recognize for it took me a while to recognize where it was it wasn't in my own hostel which was just beds we had no such things as couches in there and it was a house and it was a house oh, uh, rented out by some friends of ours who weren't living in the hostel anymore and I was like why am I on this couch why am I on this couch and I went in I had to kind of move try and realize where I was I was in their house and I just kind of grabbed my shit and just like booed it out and got back to the hostel and when I did I remember you guys were all getting up and I was like oh god lads I nearly scored 
um, one of our friends last night, uh, we'll call him Jimmy, and the guy I was seeing was Welsh, so we call him uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> so, um, you know, my love for Welsh people. Um, so I was like, God, I nearly kissed Jimmy last night. And it just got like really silent and awkward. And they were like, oh, Nikki did kiss Jimmy last night. So like, what? And so they told me that apparently a couple of my friends, I say friends in inverted commas, if you're listening, use bastards because they saw this happening and didn't stop it. Um, but uh, apparently we we're all walking home together and then, you know, he made a move and I was so drunk that I just kissed him back and then he was like, come on into his house and I, off I went. And uh, thanks to God, I had no sense to just be like sleep on the couch or whatever. And um yeah so then i came back and i was riddled with the fear and they were all getting up to go to work and i know me and you row had no farming that day so not only was i like riddled with the fear i was like someone's going to tell tom jones on the farm and i was like i'll have to be the person to tell tom because that's not fair and um then i was had my period i remember that came that day i was fearful periody sobby guilty and i was also like um kind of feeling like you know, we had no work on, so I was like, oh, that was in my mind as well. So I was just lying there waiting for Tom Jones to come home from work and being like, and he came in, he was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, oh, I need to talk to you and uh, told him. And he was actually surprisingly really nice. And he he was like, you know, look, you didn't mean it. And, you know, blah, 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 don't, be, don't feel so bad and whatever. And we, he stayed over and we watched a movie. And I remember being like, wow, he's taking this really well. And then fast forward to two weeks later when he scored someone right in front of me. Good times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you had moved on and he moved on very swiftly and very quickly on to the next. And uh, unfortunately, that seems to be part and package of uh, farm life, I think. Yeah. Uh, we know we have another friend who we met in the farm who bounced from woman to woman uh, while he was on the farm. <laughs> so, um, I hope he's listening because I can't wait to get his message on. <laughs> hey, babes. Um, <laughs> beauty, if you're listening, we're talking about you. He'll know. He'll understand the reference. Um, I was thinking of, no, this is not technically cheating, but I've thought of this the other day and I could not stop laughing. Oh God. Uh, myself and Nick Lout and our other friend were in a terrible hostel in Sydney and there was an English guy unsurprisingly that oh my god Nick <laughs> full on head over heels wait hold on a second is this when, when I started talking about the cheating story is this what you were thinking this Before. is what I was thinking of yeah okay right yeah. go on yeah go um, and he was really cute had the full like London accent which Nicola's mad about bit of Ollie Murs about him and uh, one night I no, was, wait, wait. yeah like I just want to say what before you get into the story of this because it is a hilarious story now looking back at the time I was like dear god but um, he was like intent on wooing me at the time because I remember I was kind of seeing somebody um, and he I was kind of like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I was loving the flirting and he was really good looking and really nice. And he would always give me his jumper and he made me dinner and he'd make it for anybody else, even though we all ate in the same room. And so we kind of like, yeah, he was intent on... Um, Such a hoe, Nicola. I miss my, I miss my Australian holidays. God, I miss them before I could go back there and do it all again. Oh, if you are if you have a chance to be a whole gals and guys, go do it. But be single. Anyway, go on, Rob. He was laying on real thick. Real thick. Really yeah. thick. Um, and we used to drink together and like go out, whatever. So I ended up getting uh, glandular fever, which was fab. It, there's nothing better than being incredibly ill when you're in an eight bed dorm uh, with <laughs> men and men. With bunk beds. Uh, with bunk beds. <laughs> and um, 
nightclad and friend went out they were absolutely bananas locked whatever I take my medication and I fall asleep so during the night slash early mornings um, I am woken up uh, by the door opening and some people returning to the room so there was this girl let's just call her Mary uh, and Mary was coming into the room but I realised just from hearing the accents that she was uh, she had the Englishman let's just call him Ollie Murs for the sake yeah. uh, Ollie Murs with her now at this stage I'm quite awake uh, the drugs have worn off and I can hear the smacking of lips uh, and the shifting and then I hear um, I can give you a bow job <laughs> and I was like oh no oh no oh, oh no oh god no uh, and I you know did what I could put my hands over my ears but I still couldn't quite block out the slurping and sound noises <laughs> that they make and I remember the next morning talking to you Nicola and being like so you and Ollie Murs and you were like yeah you should have seen how he was last night he did all this stuff and I think did he give you a little peck I don't know if it was a full oh, yeah, so yeah so um, what happened was that he I didn't know he'd gone down to the room I know I did he was gone down to get he went down to pack because um, his parents were coming from the airport and he was going away for a couple of days with them um, they were landing into Sydney and so that's why he went down to the room to pack and so I was like and so I was up in the sitting room with everybody else and then he came back and we like scored that night and then he went off to get the, to the parents and so he went off with his parents and um, then he brought me back a little present from the airport And but at that stage I already knew and I had just I just was like don't even speak to me so he had gotten a blowjob and then went back out to Nicola and she lifted the face off her um, <laughs> she got my mouth to a fucking STD test <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but that I, that came to my head just like during the weekend. I thought it was so funny. And just when you mentioned, I was like, oh my God, that was hilarious. I mean, it wasn't cheating, but it was very uh, opportunistic mm-hmm. of the Definitely. gentleman in question. And uh, uh, just to reiterate, we're not actually talking about Ollie Murs. So <laughs> don't sue us for defamation. Yes, sorry, Ollie. the easiest name I could use. <laughs> That's the thing about it. anyone who's been backpacking or Duncan Tiki or interrailing or anything like that, you know that you stay in hostels and things happen and you just kind of have to block your ears, put your mask on put your earplugs in, whatever. But like, I would rather hear somebody writing than hear what you heard because that's just so personal and disgusting. And yeah, no. Ugh. Especially not when you're feeling incredibly ill. Um, and I was feeling super, super sick. So it was a combination of everything. <laughs> wasn't fab. Yeah. Um, then uh, you asked Nic- Nicola basically, have where people have you ever been cheated on and this was like definitely different because 65% of people said yes that they had been cheated on uh, which I mean that's pretty big because yeah. only only 24% of people admitted to cheating but we got you know 65% of people who'd be cheated on look obviously like it's a different dynamic because we have probably more female followers and I don't know if they're as likely maybe to cheat as men. I'm sure, I think women do, but mightn't be quite as high. But I was surprised to see such a difference after only 24% of people said that they cheated. Well, that's why I want to know how people who did find out did, because, you know, we in our last poll, we had like 69% said they never found out. So I wanted to know, like, who did, like, how did people find out that they'd been cheated on? Because, you know, just to get a kind of an idea. And some of them, I'm not laughing at, the, at your lives or at that, but some of the ways people find out were kind of funny. 
Um, some were heartbreaking and some were like, how did they think they were going to get away with this? Like, it's insane. Like, I'm scrolling through them. There's so many here. It's taken ages to scroll through. Like, I'm going back to the very first one. I called him, arrived at his house only to see him letting her out. And the second time I put two and two together and he had no choice but to admit. So I'm just kind of thinking you obviously took him back that time or something like that. Yeah, like maybe she asked him and he was like, oh, she was just borrowing a cup of sugar. In last night's dress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so hard. Look, I mean, it's very easy for us to sit here and be like, if someone cheats on you, you should leave them straight away. But like, look, we don't all know the nuances of this. Yeah. But you mm. do wonder what kind of happened there that she let him away with the first time. Um, God bless this girl. Her, it was somebody said that their brother was told and he had to deliver the message to her, which is... That's ox. Brothers, you're awkward at the best of times. Oh, God. Like, your brother doesn't even want to hear about you dating, let alone have to be the person that tells you that he done, the person did the dirt in them. Like, the one thing that does seem to be a common theme that's coming up beca- is because of the phone. Like, people found out, a lot of people are saying they found out via phone, whether it's text messages or read through their phone or something like that, like, going through. And they're, like, I know a lot of people say, I would never go through the phone, but if you had suspicions, you're probably going to try and do it. And, like, it's a good sign that you need to reevaluate your relationship that you might be in the right thing if you do have suspicions and you're going through someone's phone and I think a, a, a good few people who said they went through the phone they kind of said I had a feeling mm-hmm. or they had suspicions and that's kind of why they went through the phone still not like listen guys if you don't trust someone enough that you have to go look through their phone it's probably not great even if they aren't cheating you and aren't doing anything but if you can't trust the person with your with big red flag big giant red flag I do like this one Um, he did in nightclub I went to the loo and came back and saw him shifting his baby mama (laughs) (laughs) so that reminds me of the story of this guy that I was dating for a while um, and you know, we were going a few dates a week and meeting up and staying over. And it was just lovely, lovely, lovely fella. Um, well, I thought. And um, so one night in particular, it was like a Friday night. And he was like, oh, I'm going out. Come on out and come out me and the lads and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go over. Me and my female friend are going to go up to a male friend of ours house. I have a few drinks there. Not really. I don't really want to get dressed up or go out with that. So anyway, we went over to our mate's house, ended up having a few drinks. We had a couple of joints and we were kind of like real giddy then. I remember we were like dancing to like, I don't flow rider. Apple bottom jeans, boots, with the, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Anyway, got into a really good mood, real giddy. I'm like, feck it, we go out. We look like shit when I actually think about it. But anyway, we went out and uh, got in there and I texted him saying um, that I was on my way over. And he hadn't read the message. Um, no, no, I waited. I got in there and I saw him talking to this girl at the bar and I just texted him kind of, oh, we changed your mind. We're going to go out, even though I was already there. And he didn't look at the phone for a while. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really want to go over and be like, hey, I should have now that I think about it. Um, but uh, he, she went to the toilet and he looked at his phone and he just put it back in his pocket. And I was like, oh my God. And then he left with her. And I was like, you flipping little shit. I remember texting him just day going, prick. I think that's all I said to him. Or arsehole or something. So yeah, that was great. Oh God, that is shockingly shit. Oh my God, Christ almighty. It's like, how do you bounce back from something like that when you physically see it with your own eyes? I know. You try to convince yourself, you know, you try to lie to yourself if you've got suspicions, but when you when you see the evidence, like, and you ca- like it can't, 
you can't take back it's a hard thing to ignore I really felt sorry for this uh, girl who said uh, when the other person's boyfriend found out and she told me she was pregnant too oh god so oh she must have been pregnant and this girl was pregnant oh, oh that's awful is truly truly awful this is the this is one of the worst ones I think just in terms of like how how like obviously she found out and yeah that's um that is not the crack at all. No. Yeah, I've seen a lot of trend here um, on, you know, social media, like um, different things like Facebook, like somebody was saying, you know, I found out via Facebook and somebody else said, I tried to find out through Instagram. She commented on this picture and I went onto her page and there was pictures there. Uh, the other person sent me a Facebook message. Um, the girl he cheated with sent me screenshots of texts where she tricked him into admitting it. So, yeah, some people are saying they were told by friends. Another one here is saying that they searched the computer. And I think, as we already said, like, you know, if you're already suspicious, it's not really not really a good sign. Um, somebody else said my phone broke. So he gave me his old phone to use. And when I went on to put my SIM in, there was already oh, there was still messages on it. Oh, you fucking idiot, man. I mean, stupid, sir. Stupid. I mean, like, it's funny to me that some people do who cheat or have affairs or whatever. I just think like men are so thick about it. They're just like, they just don't care. They just don't care. Anyone who has had a hand for brain would be like, I better delete their messages. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You see, if I ever was cheating, right, I couldn't just wing it. I would have to have an entire backstory. So I would have the guy's name saved my phone as a girl's name. I would have to keep mentioning this girl to my boyfriend so that he knows like she exists or whatever that I'm, why I'm in contact with her. I would have given her a fake boyfriend. I would have given her and the boyfriend a fake breakup so that I could go and stay the night with them pretending I'm helping her but really just being all, on my date with me new fella. I literally would have to have a dead routine. She would, my fake friend who would actually be my little fair boy would have fake sisters and brothers. I could, the whole thing. <laughs> it's giving people ter- terrible idea, well, good ideas, but <laughs> great ways of cheating. I this. I remember years and years ago, I used to work in extravision. Um, if the kids don't know what that is, that's where you used to go and rent a VHS GVG. A Netflix kind of shop, basically. Yeah, exactly. And there was this guy who used to come in so one of the shops I worked in all the time but he was really cute but he had a girlfriend uh, you knew because like he, you know, he came in so often you'd be chatting and he'd be getting the DVDs for his girlfriend and I think he had a kid or whatever but we always had quite flirty banter and I did fancy him but like you know look yeah he had a girlfriend. And then we were out in a college night out in, uh, I believe it was Bad Bubs. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Back in the day. And we were, I was upstairs and long behold, there was your man. And we were talking and I was like, you haven't been in to extravision in ages. What's the crack? Oh, I broke up with my girlfriend, blah, blah. Went into a full story like the devastation blah blah blah, not being able to see his child you know so upsetting right buy me a drink start chatting then we start shifting then I notice like he's got a chain around his neck and I kind of go hey what's that and goes to stop me but it's too late I've pulled it out and he has like a wedding band 
on the chain. And you're like, oh, it's not like what you think. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. And just obviously stored out and was hysterical. And like just the lengths to go to for the lie. Do you know what I mean? The... You know, the break, not even just like, oh, we broke up, you know, I'm obsessed. He yeah. went into so much like detail, you know, talking about the child, like all this stuff for it all to be complete bullshit. And I never saw him, he never came into extrusion ever again, not while I was there anyway. And like, I would have like felt like telling the girl, but. I, like I didn't know her um, and I mean I don't know I'm pretty sure even though we didn't have GDPR back then looking up her address and sending her a letter probably wouldn't have been um, the greatest thing to do so but it was yeah it was just the extent that he went to to lie to get the shift like oh god just come up if you're if, like if you're that desperate for the shift like come on you don't come up with a whole backstory there pal or you know don't p- pick the girl who you know works in X Division up the road and could out yeah. you um, God I'm just looking there's still so many of these um, he was friends with a girl on Facebook who kept putting you know the love heart emoji on his posts I texted her and asked he told her a pack of lies so obviously I told her that he was single and she was thinking they had a thing going on so I have permission from one of our friends to tell this story. Um, and yeah, so basically she was going out with this guy quite a long time, a couple of three years or something. They temporarily broke up um, in relation to cheating, but he kind of charmed his way around it and promised to change and everything. And for a while he really did. And he seemed to be on the right track. And the thing about him was he was one of those people that like one of those lads that I he wouldn't know where he'd find the time to cheat because like he'd work all day and like quite long hours, maybe 12 hours a day or whatever. He'd be on, he'd ring about five times an hour. Like I'd be with her and he would be there. He'd call and then we, two hours later he'd call again. And, and then it'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll make us, di- you know, make us dinner. And I'm like, where does he find? Anyway. So one day in particular, they were in their house and they lived together and she got a message from, um, a, no, a girl she didn't know and she on Facebook and she kind of was like I don't even know why I even bothered to open it at that time but her sister was sitting near her um, he was there the boyfriend was there and she kind of just sloped off a little bit and read the message and or I think she read the start of it and then went upstairs and it was from a girl who basically was like look I'm really sorry to do this but um, I've just found out that the guy I'm seeing is actually your boyfriend I didn't know he told me he was single he told me that you had cheated on him and all this shit and uh, oh, I was just like so magnified like he'd gone to do a marathon um, in a different town and said it was like there was no point in, in our friend going because you know he was going to be going to bed so early and he was getting up so early for the marathon and so she didn't go but it turned out this girl went unaware completely he had a girlfriend she'd met him on Tinder or whatever and he oh there was just so much to it like and you know then we were going away on holidays and he kept going, oh, why can't I go? And we were like, well, it's just two of us going. Like, why would you go? And that'd be like me going on holidays with a couple, like, do you know what I mean? So uh, he was like, why can't I not go? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to miss you so much. I might book a holiday and go away myself, maybe somewhere like Barbados. And she was like, why Barbados? That's actually the most random thing ever. Like, why would one person go to Barbados on their own? 
And it turned out that that girl, she got chatting to that girl and they, she had invited him to a wedding in Barbados and he was going to use the excuse of us going on holidays as the reason that he was going to go. I got a effing brick. Like later, she late, like she, you know, later found out there was, he was messaging so many girls like from on WhatsApp and Tinder that he, you know, met online. He was like, she doesn't know who he met up with, who he didn't meet up with. But like, oh my God, like, and he begged her to get back and he was he was jumping out like she had to move and like get a new car and get a new house and all this kind of stuff and he would like hang around the bins and leave presents for her and on her doorstep and stuff you're like dude you were cheating you were messaging loads girls you were cheating at least with a couple that we can guarantee on and you think that she's going to want to get back mm, can't even oh i still get the rage i know <laughs> The camera sometimes comes back around good. <laughs> and it adds to your waistline. <laughs> you have to manifest and it will happen. Um, my God, there's actually so many. Like somebody's like said, he said something odd in a text when drunk and I worked it out and confronted him when he was sober. Some people, a good few people said that they found out like years after, like after they broke up, etc. that they told them. This one's pretty bad. My friend heard him having sex with her roommate and told me. Oh God, nobody wants to be that girl. Not only does she have to hear it, ugh, then she's going to be the person to tell you. Uh, yeah, message was sent to me by mistake. Well, that's one way of finding out for definite. I mean... Oh. Again, men equal stupid generally some of the time. Uh, <laughs> my God, like, you know, did she, unless the girl had the same name, like, <laughs> how silly are you? Um, we got kind of like one here. I was in an abusive relationship, hence me cracking and kissing someone else the day before I ended. Found a hickey for months. He said it wasn't uh, one and then he changed and he got abusive with her. Um like he basically was saying oh it's not a hickey I didn't do anything he became abusive um, thank God she got out of that and I'm going to say I think uh, probably well in your rights to cheat on that occasion but thank feck you got, uh, you got out of that relationship yeah I think in a, an abusive relationship like your brain is telling you that you need to get out of there and it's thinking that you won't do it so they're kind of telling you to I suppose it's screaming at you to go and end this thing and forcing you to do the kissing or whatever just so that you can get out of get out of that relationship one that did make me laugh uh, was i'm sorry to this person and um, i just laughed just because of the audacity of it not because like he's cle- clever or anything and um, he told me he couldn't meet me and then i saw him in town with another woman again the audacity of men like like clearly that's like her local town or like dublin city center or their own, her own city center wherever she lives like hey how thick are you how stupid are you like i can't uh, somebody else said I went round an hour earlier than planned and she was sitting on my side of the bed oh no she's in oh my god stop that's so she she showed me holiday pictures and she was snogging someone in the background of one oh my oh, god. god okay we've just said that girls aren't that bad and boys are dumb but dear god that girl is dumb <laughs> oh my god so stupid oh my christ um, she called me his name while drunk Okay, yeah, we're going okay, to stand girls, you're really ruining my yeah. like, men are stupid repertoire here. <laughs> yeah, we were really on the boys are the ones being dopey, but apparently the girls are equally as dopey. Sorry, one last one. I found a text from a girl he cheated with and got an STI from. And that's the thing, because like, 
there's no there's no uh, shame in going and getting an STI thing uh, test. Obviously, that is brilliant. If you're in a relationship, you should be getting them. And um, if you're sleeping around, you should be getting them. You know, to keep yourself healthy for your own sake. But the thing is, if you're in a relationship and you've been, you know, committed, you've had your STI test at the start, and you've not been with anyone else. You know, you, you don't need to get one. You're, you know, looking after yourself. This is just one person. But if you've been cheating on, it's not like you have to go in and face that, get that test, which, you know, obviously isn't the most pleasant thing. And you haven't done anything wrong and you shouldn't need to get one because you're only with one person. But the thing is, you could have gotten that STI without you doing anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's so awful. And then like, you know, we, we I've known people who've gotten messages off guys and, and been like, oh, by the way, I've got chlamydia. Like, you know, you better get checked. I'm just like, oh, my God almighty. Like, like, it's just it's hard because like I know like the professionals there look like they don't care and they're not there to judge you. But it's a very, very difficult thing. And I like the never mind as well the price of it you have to find time to go like all of those things are so awkward as well um god help that girl i hope she is doing exceptionally well and that fella's penis fell off um i do have to mention this story though that came in just while we're talking about i suppose this is kind of a catfish slash cheating story uh oh is me uh, and max gonna turn up now yeah exactly so i was dating a guy for a few months he was incredible i worked shift days and nights so i didn't really have a routine of seeing him anyway in christmas on christmas eve to 2019 he ghosts me roll on to july 2020 and i set up a new instagram and allow my contacts to find people i know oh pops the guy only he has a different name. Turns out he was married, lied about his name, where he was from, and where he worked. When I confronted him, he told me it's okay between them, I assume him and his wife, as it's not the first time he's cheated and they've discussed me in marriage counselling. Shook to the core. I, I couldn't believe when I... I literally was shocked and I even said to the girl like like I can't believe how shocked I am like when we hear so many bad stories we hear a lot of bad stories but dear God like I didn't think they could get any worse but Christ so I remember years ago um, obviously I'm from a small town but I live in Dublin but at the time I was kind of up and down uh, going back home I think it was I don't know why it was um, I don't know just hang out with friends or it was you know people's 30 anyway I met this guy who was a few years ahead of me in school back in the day and um, he was one of those guys that he was friends with all the like really really popular lads he was popular as well but like he was kind of the unassuming popular like a nice guy um, you know wasn't one of the the lad lad lads you know the kind of way and anyway so i knew i also knew somebody uh, a couple of people in this family and then about the night out got talking i don't really remember how it happened we went back to a house party and then like scoring one night or whatever and then it kind of happened every time i was home and he was out we kind of just would meet up and you know kiss at the end of the night and you know you know go for chips together the romance you know the romance of the irish clothing scene when you meet someone shift them and then they buy you like a chips or a curry chip or whatever it is in dublin you know you go to babylon together and have an old dance to a westlife tune you know the crap but um anyway so uh i bumped into 
one of his family members who I knew quite well and they were like Nicola can I ask you a question I see you're getting on really well I saw you chatting earlier on to Phil we'll call him <laughs> and uh, I was like yeah yeah no you know good get on quite well and stuff and she said to me oh come here there's something up with him could you maybe have a chat with him because I don't know if it's all the pressure with everything coming up or what. And I was like, why? What's coming up? And she's like, oh, well, they're nearly finished building the house, but they won't have time ready in time for the wedding. And I was like, huh? And she was like, yeah, oh, he's, yeah, he's still with, I said, he's still with Mary, you know, whoever. And she said, yeah. And I was like, oh, I thought they broke up. And she's like, no, 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 Jesus. They're going on nine, ten years now. And I was like, oh, and she goes, will you be able to have a chat with him? And I said, oh, don't you worry, hon. I'll have a chat with him. All right. I will have a effing shot with him. And I did. I'm down and gone. Walked up and he's like, hey. And I was like, hey, slap. I was like, don't ever speak to me again. And like every so often, well, after after that, he used to come up to me all the time and be like, oh, please, can I talk to you? And I was like, oh, move on, jog on, get away from me. And I remember now when I see him, he like puts his head down. I haven't seen him now in a few years, whatever. Obviously, pandemic. But um, he'd always put his head down. I was like, you're such a scroll, like you're such a shithead. And you're the one person that I would been would have been telling everyone he's the nice guy. And the, maybe wouldn't might have expected it from some of his dickier mates or what I thought were dickier mates. And they're all like, no, they did their dickier things in their teenage years. They're actually nice guys or whatever now. Anyway, it just goes to show, doesn't it? And is he still with Mary? If you're listening, Mary. Well, as far as I know, he's still with her. But like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't follow him on any social media or anything like that. But as far as I know, he's still with Mary. Oh, my God. I shouldn't have said the name Mary because someone I used to be with is now married to a Mary. So just if that Mary or any of your friends are listening, it's not your husband. It's somebody who went to school in our town but he doesn't live in our town so you don't have to I'm not talking about him he didn't do any dirt on you oh Jesus I totally picked the wrong name I should have picked why is I shouldn't have picked such a common name because now anybody I know who has that name is like did you mean me Ella oh god no okay (laughs) 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 probably may not even know like that's it's kind of insane that's kind of insane I actually do um, a person like years ago and I knew she cheated on her boyfriend and like they're married and all now but I don't think she ever told him but again it's like that thing of like you know like is there any point to say anything like because I know you you asked question like did you stay with your partner after you found out that they cheated and 35% said yes and 65% said no and it's just that thing of like like what could you trust someone again that cheated on you like what is your level like i know obviously we said like any kind of physical contact is shifting could you for, could you forgive your boyfriend if he shifted someone else if it was just a shift yeah i suppose it's one of those things that each relationship is so different and each person's going to know in their own and like i think a lot of people who find out that their partner has cheated they get back together with them um they try to say look let's was it just a once-off? Let's give it a go. And then after like three or four months, realize that they don't trust them and they break up. I think that happens a lot because people have the what ifs. What if I don't give it another go? You know, etc. What if it was just a once-off? And that kind of thing. I do think that that's a lot of an aspect in people who break up with people. Um, if anyone is listening and they do have suspicions or, you know, they're kind of going, you know, I don't think they are cheating on me, but maybe they are. I did ask if people had any, looking back now, if there was any signs and stuff, and a lot of people said yes. Um, 
if there seemed to be someone said that they're screaming at them, but they just couldn't they couldn't listen to because they're so in love. So that I suppose that's the thing. Like you know, you're getting that feeling in your stomach. You know, you're second guessing them. You but you're kind of going, no, no, it's all fine. Everything's good. Everything's good. And he wouldn't. She wouldn't. She and uh, somebody else. And this, like to me, has to be a pure sign. Has to be. Somebody said their boyfriend. I think I think it's a girl. It's a sin, but they said anyway that he had three phones. Three phones. Three phones. Fire. Come on, unless he's like Nidge. <laughs> you shouldn't have that many phones. I mean, like a couple of people did say, like, like no idea, and it was completely out of the blue. And I think that can happen as well. But, you know, somebody said 100% there were signs, but I only see them when looking back now. Mm. I think that is a huge thing. That's like sometimes when we love somebody so much, and it doesn't even have to be cheating. It can be just even when you break up with somebody, like that you don't see the signs that maybe they weren't right for you because you love that person so much and you don't want to be without them. Yeah. Uh, or you just don't want or you just don't want to be alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it can be hard to admit that like there probably was things there all the time. But I think yeah, definitely in hindsight you can always see those red flags and you could definitely like, you know, you can see them definitely in hindsight. Uh, people were saying like, you know, they're always on their phone. Mm-hmm. Which look if if that was me, then anyone who goes out with me would think I'm che- cheating constantly. No, I, no, no. You see, right. There's a difference between always being on your phone and and think somebody put it really well in their message. They said guarding the phone. So like, yeah, you could be on your phone in front of me, row, like, and, you know, I can look over your shoulder, like not as in to try and look and see what you're messaging. But I mean, like you're sitting beside me on the couch and I can glance over and I can go, oh, she's on Instagram or she's on WhatsApp. You're not guarding your phone. Like, even though I'm not reading the messages, I know what app you're on or whatever. You're not sitting there hunched over or you're not taking your phone with you to the toilet or you're not taking your phone to the kitchen and like jumping when it when it gets a beep or you have it on silent when you normally wouldn't and you're like glancing at it all the time. Like that's different. That's a kind of, it's a sneakiness and you you probably notice it because the person wouldn't have been like that before and then all of a sudden they're just like super guarded on their phone and it's that it's that kind of, yeah, like sneaky thing that's going on around. I think that that is a clear sign that they're trying to hide something. Yeah. I did oh. think it was interesting that somebody said that he became distance and then was procrastinating on moving the relationship forward. So I think that's probably like something as well. If the other person is kind of stalling, mm. like trying to take the relationship to the next level, like why are they stalling? What's going on? You know, it could be something innocent, but you know, I think that kind of can tell you you know a few things somebody did say you know when you spot on tinder as well and we have talked about this before with people who um, claim catfished on tinder and look the way that I put this is right if i'm going to catfish somebody i'm going to put a picture of the biggest right i'm going to pretend to look like me like who and um only i'm not going to pick sally over down the bleed i'm not going to be like picking somebody who's so normal and there's a chance you probably know her so why would i do that so any last goes out there lots of pictures of Paddy Jim Joe or claims that sorry any other guy that claims that his pictures have been stolen and they've used them on a catfish is actually such a lot because like why would anyone choose like look you might be a good looking lad but you're not good looking enough to have your picture stolen to put on Tinder. Any fella who's gonna steal is gonna steal. Like I saw someone who stole pictures of Dan Carroll and uh, Brian Greenberg plays Jake Chelsea in Wood Hill. Those kind of pictures. Hollywood pictures. Honky, honky dudes. Not 
Jimmy Jimbo, who, you know, goes to the local and yeah, he's good looking at the local town, but come on, but Paul is going out against any of those lads. Such bullshit, like, such bullshit. Nobody is stealing your pictures to use in my house. I've seen, I've only ever seen one instance of catfishing Tinder that it was 100% genuine. And that was with a fella I work with who is a gay man and his photos were stolen and were used on Tinder. And he was pretending his name is like Patrick and he was from America and he was like 28 years of age. Oh my God, I fell in love with him. Yeah. <laughs> but you would, like, if you saw this guy I work with, he's a very attractive dude. Like, you'd be super excited if you came across, but that was a total, total catfish because he is a flaming homosexual. So, um, that's the only time I've seen a genuine, like, someone genuinely stole somebody's photos. And it was so disturbing because he was saying that, like, basically his Facebook was private and that for someone to get his pictures, they would have had to be friends with him and take them off. Well, that's the one good thing about being ugly. No one wants to steal my pictures. <laughs> never taken any of my pics. <laughs> then we got to, I think, quite the nitty gritty um, of this. Um, have you ever been the other woman slash man? And it was 50-50 here. And I just wondered to, like, I think there's probably a lot of people out there who have been the other man or woman but just don't know oh definitely like I look at my own dating personal life and stuff that's happened and many times I find out that, that such and such a person had a girlfriend afterwards like, but like I know about a few times how many do I not know about you know the people that you were texting or you were meeting up with a few times and you didn't know we did ask um, the people on Instagram our listeners did you know that they had a partner beforehand and 57% said no and 43% said yes so then I asked if you did know why did you not care and this was a really interesting one and I found that compared to the others not as many people were willing to share their answers I don't know if it was out of guilt or you know not want to relive that or whatever one person said he didn't have one when we got together and when he got with her he didn't tell me so when I did find out that they were together I was in too deep and I had feelings but I do regret not leaving now somebody else said he told me that they'd separate so that's the thing again there on him because you actually didn't go into it knowing he had a girlfriend in either of those circumstances you know you're not going into it to try and break somebody up or you know whatever basically doing the dirt on this girl you didn't actually know yeah similar to my extra vision friend there <laughs> yeah true this is something I think a lot of people can relate to. Like, it was a bad time in my life and he was escapism. I never texted him or chased him and he got married four months later. Somebody else said, a non-please, and, and actually I have to point out that you know anything you send us, unless you say, girls, you can use my name or you want to come on and tell your story, we're never going to use your name. All your stories are anonymous. So don't worry about that, Hans. There's also one, uh, this actually, I felt so sorry for this girl. She says, uh, I'm unfortunately still so in love with him and it's hard to stay away, which is like so impossible. Like if you get feelings for somebody and they're in a relationship and uh, with somebody else, but then, you know, I kind of say like, if they're not leaving, if they're not going to leave that person for you, then they're never going to leave. It's like that, um, if anybody is listening has seen when Harry met Sally um, 
is a character in it and she ha- she's having an affair with a married man and she'll be talking to Sally and she's like I've just seen he bought her like a holiday to Spain and she'll be like you know yeah he, it's his wife and she's like he's never going to leave him and she's like no he's never going to leave her and it's just this ongoing thing that she still sticks with this guy even though he's never going to leave his wife um, in the movie and I would just say to this girl if this is still going on just get away from it because you'll also never move on and meet anybody else still involved with this guy who, who's in a relationship. Yeah, and like this guy is probably emotionally abusing you as well because he knows that you feel that way. And I, like, I know it's really hard, but the only way you can deal with it is to delete, 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 block him, get him off all your social media, get him off WhatsApp, delete his number, delete his messages because you'll find them and then save his number again. Block him so he can't contact you then because at the end of the day, it's you that's going to get hurt. It's not him. Because if you dump him, he still has her and he can still be happy. Whether you're there or not, you're kind of a bonus to him. He has two places to get happiness. Whereas if he leaves you, you're left with nothing and you're heartbroken. I just feel so sorry for that girl who's like, I hope that she's out of that circumstance now. Yeah. Um, I did once before in my life kiss someone that I knew had a girlfriend um, you know it was just one of these people that I got on with really really well too many drinks were consumed and you know yeah. we just end up shifted the face off each other felt truly honestly felt truly horrendous the next day like it was a mistake should have never happened um, and but I didn't tell the girl or anything because I knew it was a mistake and I knew that I would just leave them off to you know because I was uh, you know it was just you know it was, I was just young and it was stupid it was just you know you know yourself mm-hmm. it was just like the 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 alcohol the use like the somebody fancying you which is so stupid but you know when you're only like 19 or something like that you know all me when COVID is finished (laughs) yeah yeah. all of that is just all so intoxicating and it's like you know again I say like always end up regretting those decisions that you know the next day um but you know it 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 has happened to myself on occasion um and someone did say he told me they were broken up they weren't I think I knew deep down but I ignored it I think that's the other that's kind of similar to the other girl as in there must have been feelings there involved and, um, you, yeah you're too deep into it to see properly it's funny because we did ask if the other person ever left um, their their other half for you and only 7% said yes so for anyone out there who's thinking who's scoring some at the moment and thinking oh they're going to leave their missus or they're going to leave their boyfriend 93% of people who were responded to us said they didn't. So ninety three percent hoped, probably, that their this person would leave their partner. They didn't, and they had to go and pick themselves back up again. See, this makes me think of another story, and again from Australia. Jesus, I had to, I used to have a wild love life, <laughs> especially when I was over there. So um, I worked for this company and uh, for about six months, and it was when you were gone, Roshi, and it was when I was in Melbourne, and. Um, Melbourne and uh, I was I love this company and it was a really cool company to work for they did fry you drinks every they brought like a rented little trolley and they ordered in your favourite cans and stuff and they were very good for bringing people out and going on nights out and stuff like that so it was really cool I was really good friends with this guy that worked there he'd been there for might not a good long time at that stage and um, <clears throat> he and I used to be like on the same quiz team we used to have quizzes and we, we were really good we'd 
DM on the internal messenger all the time and he always would find Irish things in shops and bring them in for me you know if he found like a can of club orange I would literally die with excitement um, and stuff like that but like he had a girlfriend so I never even looked at that way. it was quite it was I was told that I think from like instantly and you know that way you're kind of like oh grand he does don't you know he's living with his girlfriend or long term it's fine anyway we had like a big night out, a work night out on a bank holiday weekend. And so it was a four day weekend. We finished on the Thursday and the company brought us out for drinks and everyone was locked and the bosses were there and the whole lot. We just really good, good time, like good crack. Myself and himself were sitting having banter on a seat and a girl that we worked with came over and she was like, I'll watch him now. Make sure now that you stay away from him. He has a girlfriend. And he's been very handsy or something. And I was like, no, he isn't. Like, he's not been handsy at all. But um, I was like, no, sure, I know he's a girlfriend. Don't be worried about that. And he was like, I don't. Like, she was still standing. He was like, I don't. I don't have a girlfriend anymore. And I was like, that's what, I go, that's what every fella says. He's like, no, 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 we broke up. Um, we broke up a few weeks ago. It, it was like, it was really hard. And, you know, he went into this backstory or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, sorry, I didn't know. And he was like, oh, well, only a few of the lads know. I'm not really broadcasting it and stuff because all of the company knew her because you know they did a lot of um plus one events and stuff so people would come in and they would bring their girlfriends and boyfriends and husbands and wives and stuff like that so they all knew her so anyway that was fine he was like on oh, staying in this suburb and he asked me where i'm staying and i have to say this for the people anyone who lived in melbourne i am the obvious answer for irish people i was living in st kilda because <laughs> where else i was living between the Hotel Barclay and the Pint and Punt. So it was on Barclay Street. So anyone who has been in St Kilda will know them. If they're still there. I assume they're still there. Um, and uh, so he was like, oh, I'm living in, I don't know, some, I can't remember where it was, but the suburb was a couple of suburbs over. I moved out there or whatever. So I was like, okay. And he goes, do you want to get a taxi home together? And I said, yeah, grand. I was like, my stop is first. Perfect. So anyway, we get to my house and we're getting in. He's like, oh, will I come in and have a drink? And I was like, you can if you want, like, and um, again, kind of a bit naive, but anyway, got in and he was like, oh, I, I, I always liked you, but I had a girlfriend and this kind of stuff. I ended up kissing and then having pure banter then for about, until about five o'clock in the morning. And then I was like, look, you can't stay because I have roommates and stuff. I go, well, you can stay on the couch if you want, but I've got roommates. That look at, I shared a room and I had two other roommates down the hall. I was like, you can stay on the couch, so that's no problem. And he was like, no, I better go home anyway. So off we went, no problem. <clears throat> so next day, we're, me and the girls are getting up and we're getting all glam. We were going out for my friend's birthday and she was having a house party, like a roof party. And, you know, the glamour's life of when you live in Australia. And um, I was after telling the girls all the crack and they were like, oh my God, this is mad. Like, and, you know, because they all knew about him because I'd always talk about him, but like they knew he had a girlfriend. Like, what do you think's gonna happen? I was like, ah, nothing, Jesus, I don't know. Like, so off we were getting ready, and the phone beeped, and it was Facebook Messenger. And I looked at it, and it was from him. And I kind of was like, oh, you know, the usual the day after when you've scored a friend or someone you know well, and you're like, oh, hey, oh, bet last night, ha ha ha, I was locked. So he was like, oh, hey, how's the head? And um, God, I'm dying, I'm here playing golf. And I've had to go to the car to get sick twice. And I was like, you weren't that drunk. Like, you know, but then I was like, well, whatever. And he was like, um, I'm getting loads of slag and blah, blah. How, how's your head? And then it was like space. Next paragraph. I'd be um, and really appreciated if you didn't tell anyone what happened last night because they all know my girlfriend and I, I haven't been able to tell her. And um, I really couldn't, I don't want her to find out because I don't, I, I've never done anything like this before. I'm never going to do anything like this again. 
and thanks a million signed blah and i was like oh, what the fuck i was fuming i was like you told me that you were single i just was like i replied and just all i said i think was you told me you were single and um, you told me that you'd broken up with her so this is on you and then i just like hid my phone i was like so angry i was so fuming and i had to go out and I'm nearly, I suppose in a good way, I suppose I had something on that day because I probably would have focused on it the whole day, but I still was like in the back of my mind going, Arr. so I was kind of glad we had a four day weekend then. I was just like, I just want to see this bollocks in work. But the problem was that we worked together in a small enough office. So like if we worked on the 12th floor and 12th and 13th floor, I used to take the stairs so I wouldn't have to meet in the left. <laughs> I got so fit in Melbourne because of that. I'd be dying by floor three. I keep going. I'm telling you now, I lost loads of weight from it. So maybe that was a good thing. <laughs> that was the one good thing that came out of it. Um, the other, uh, so yeah, then people, people started to notice. They'd be like, oh, I haven't seen him down by your desk. And I'm like, oh, has he not been? Oh, I haven't noticed. And even like his mates would be like, are you coming up for the quiz? And I'm like, no, I actually have something on. Or like, you know, we weren't talking and, and people started to notice because we were such good friends. And I was like, oh, this is so awkward. And, you know, at drinks, um, either I'd leave and not do them or I'd leave quite early or like we would be sitting together and people would be like, oh, it's nuclear there. And I'd be like having to put on this fake facade but really wanting to throw a bottle at head. And then, um, I got in the lift one day because I, I took a really late lunch and I was like, there's no chance everyone will be back in the office. Got in the lift and there was an old man in there next to me he was, hold the lift. And it was him. I was like, oh, and I, I tell you now, you know, when you see in a movie, the slowest lift of all time, I was like, this is just awful. And your man must have sensed it because like, we got off at the same floor and he was <laughs> in the lift with us then. And it was just this awkward, tense silence. So when I got back to my desk, he messaged me on DM and said, look, we can't go on like this. Can we please meet up and sort things out? So I just said, look, I had to because we worked together. So we went for a drink um, one evening and well, he paid for all the drinks. He was like, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why I said that, that we'd broken up because we hadn't. Um, I've never cheated on her before, blah, 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 blah we're together like six years or whatever and I was like well you did like and people have seen people saw you say that and you know this person I could I had told that girl um what happened and she was like well he said right in front of me that he'd broken up with her so I was like well maybe he's trying his luck seeing which one of us would bite you know that kind of way um and then he was like I need, nearly told her and I was like well what stopped you and he was like I don't know I I really should tell her like I can't believe we slept together. And I was like, eh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, we didn't. And he's like, what? And I was like, no, we didn't. And he's like, I thought we did. And I was like, well, no, we didn't. And he goes, oh, that's all right then. And I was like, that's not all right then. I was like, that doesn't make it okay. And the fact that you thought we did, I was like, right, okay. Um, like, you were only going to tell her, well, you weren't even going to tell her when you thought we did. And now you're like, oh, it's actually grand because we didn't. I was just like, oh, such a bollocks and now they're married and now they're married oh christ this like i mean i have really bad luck with men by the way <laughs> oh my god well i had a i had a string of them like you know when i was in my kind of late teens early 20s like as in people like shifted and i found out after the fact that they had girlfriends and stuff like that if i knew a, my boyfriend was messaging a girl that he used to be with or had shifted and was exchanging messages i would be i'd die I do think my whole perspective on cheating has changed. Like, if I had now, if I was with someone and more than once and I found out they had a girlfriend, like, I'd tell her. Like, the situation with the guy from my hometown, 
like I I should have told them the girlfriends. Like I was one with that guy in Australia once, but the other fella definitely I was one like, you know, at most seven or eight times. I should have told her, but the thing is, as the girl you're always seen as the person who did wrong, even when you didn't know they had a bloody girlfriend. But then again, the girl who messaged our friend saved her from a bad relationship. So, you know, I think now I would be that person. I'd reach out and tell the missus, especially because at our age, people are planning to have kids, they're getting married, they're building houses, they're moving or whatever. And I would hate to be the shoot to be on the foot and me to meet this fella and marry him and start having kids and everyone's pitying, pitying me behind my back going, he's cheating on her, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. And having to start over in my late 50s when I could have started over in my 30s, you know, that kind of way. But um, a friend of mine did ask to put this dilemma to you, Ro, and to the listeners. So he um, was on, and then I'm on a volunteer trip um, a while back and we stayed really good friends. And uh, he went back to this during COVID, went back volunteering because he wasn't working and he met this girl there. And straight up, she told him she had a boyfriend, but um, he wasn't there, the boyfriend. They ended up fucking up for a couple of months while they were there. And, you know, it was very holiday romance, but... And he was happy enough to leave it at the end. And then she started, just before he was about to leave, she started saying, oh, why don't you come with me away? Like, come come on traveling further with me. I'd love to spend more time with you. You know, I'd love to go. Um, the, he was going to New Year's and she was like, we could bring in New Year's together. Please, 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 please. And he's like, oh, I do have to get back home. But when she got when he got back home, she still kept texting him, please come on, please, please, please. I'd love to see you. I'd love to spend New Year's with you. Imagine the crack we'd have with a few more weeks she's not Irish so don't, she didn't say crack but you know what I mean um, if we had a few more weeks together what would that be like it would be brilliant this and the other so he was like feck it I'm gonna go and he went out and met her and when he got there um, he was all delighted and he was like this is just kind of continuing on what we had and she was like oh just so you know um, we're just gonna be friends and he was like why did you beg me to come if you just wanted to be friends and so it was really awkward then because they'd gone from being like totally like this little holiday romance her begging him to come back to continue and then he gets there and she's like no no we're just gonna be pals so he had then had four weeks with this person when he shouldn't like when you know she didn't want to do anything except for just be pals it was so bizarre uh, basically if you're if you're begging them to go to somewhere uh, but you know in your head that you're just going to be friends with them and they get there like why do you need them there Mm-hmm. And if you were a friend, you would say that to them, right? If you just wanted to be friends with them, you would say to them, oh, but like, it's just for friendship. Like, I'm still going to be with my fella. Like, um, I would say, a part of me is like, dude, you got swept up in the holiday romance very foolishly and you didn't put your your thinking cap on, mm-hmm. you know, when you got home to kind of consider what was actually going like what did he think happened to the boyfriend see I don't really think he cared because, to be honest because he's a fella but she had hinted like to him that the holiday romance would continue but I was saying to him unless like you go travelling straight after this thing the break of reality is a lot and then it's hard to kind of go back to what you had but I think it was really really flipping bitchy of her to go and beg him for months to go travelling with him for, and beg and beg and beg and be like oh it's going to be brilliant we're going to be together and then to go him to go and spend thousands and you get over there and she's like no really poor and it's like it, you know we've talked about it before but like a holiday romance got a holiday romance for a reason lads like they don't translate and like for him to spend all that money it's just like but like like you said well maybe it's just the fact that he's a fella but like he did not think it through really at all and really 
I, like if it was me I'd be like why do you want me to come are you not going to be spending all the time with your fella like that's what I, like that's like the first thing I would think of saying to somebody like you're not going to be with your girlfriend all the time or whatever why would you want me there like you've got your own friends or whatever um, she's bloody lucky he didn't go and tell spill all to her boyfriend because he's the leverage and he, they had a fling for like a month and she begs him to come back I would be like here pal yeah you could have rat her out rat her out now go on yeah go do it now. You're, you're safe you're home in a different country <laughs> go 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 because <laughs> it was interesting because you did ask like if you if you were dating someone you found out they had a girlfriend or boyfriend would you tell them and 63% said yes but like 37 said no that's still a sizable chunk that wouldn't say anything I mean I think it's hard if it was a complete stranger I don't know if I'd say it, but if it was someone I knew or if I'd, if I'd seen something and it was somebody I knew, I think I'd have to tell them. Well, this is the thing now from 2021. If I found out, unless it was just one shift, if it was after more than that, I am going to be telling the person. I just totally, I'm going to be like the, like even if I, I'm like the FBI, so I'll find you. So post COVID, if you do the dirt with me and I find out you're from Mrs., they're going to find out. And if it's not for me, it's going to come from the date or it's going to date thing. I'm going to literally, a date is going to date just on behalf of this girl. This has happened. Your boyfriend did that. Believe you me. So if you know somebody who's cheated on their Mrs., me and Jade is going to date, come to the rescue. We're going to send you a DM and be like, yeah, to that girl, be like, yeah, your fella's doing the dirt. We're going to take you all out one at a time. If you need us, if guys or girls, if you've cheated and you want us to send a message from Jade's going to date, we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it that way. Look, listen, as we've discovered, like sometimes there's, there's reasons and there's, things that happen to people that cause them to cheat but you know like in general guys if you're constantly cheating on your girlfriend or boyfriend or it's more than a one-time occurrence like you should probably just break up with them and be on your own I know it's difficult I know it's hard and as me and Nicola both know dating is not that easy but it's a lot better than stringing someone along and see karma's a bitch and you can guarantee the minute you find someone like the one you're mad about they're going to cheat absolutely my god we have been talking for a considerable amount of time oh my god this must be the longest episode ever I'm sorry we didn't get to everyone's stories we you know we can definitely pick up on this topic again down the line and please come back to us if something resonates with you if you've heard something here if you've been cheating or you followed this might spark something in you and you you know confronted somebody um, obviously come to us with any topics and do the usual like share review put us on your instagram story put us on your facebook twitter whatever we do want to get some more people into the day that's going to date gang um and don't forget like if you've got any stories we're obviously on instagram you can dm us we're on twitter you can dm us or you can email us at daters gonna date irl at gmail.com definitely if you've got any topics if there's people you'd like us to interview if you want to come on and talk yourself because me and Nicola are sick of listening to ourselves <laughs> yeah because I'm running out of stories that make don't make me sound like an absolute zap well you know what we'll uh, we'll definitely have to um, try try we might have, well I may have an update for listeners but you know what I'm, go, I'm going to leave that I'm going to leave that because I'm going to encourage listeners to come back in a fortnight's time so some people know I've been doing a bit of dating I do have a bit of an update but we'll leave it there. Uh, draw, draw the listeners in um, for our next podcast. Um, but I think 
Nikki, you need to set yourself a little like challenge or something to do, but I cannot think of anything right now because I'm brain dead because it's too late on a Monday evening. No, no, no. I'm not doing any of that. I have the ache at the moment. I literally, I can't even look at anyone. I think they're good looking. Uh, no, not even a guy, girl, nothing. No, ache, ache. Well, if you have any cures for the ick, um, any ointments, uh, medication. Yeah, send us any pictures you have of any ridey friends you think that would be absolutely mad about. Preferably someone who's Welsh or Northern Irish or... Or Ollie Moores. Yeah, like the Ollie Moores, the English. I love that cheeky chappy. I love, you know, Jordan North, Burnley, Yorkshire, all that gimme. So my top is Welsh, then it's Northern Irish, then, you know, English. It's all that good of English accent. Gimme. <laughs> you know, is ready and willing to meet you guys. Till then, thank you so much for sharing your stories and goodbye. And uh, thank you so much for listening again to Dare It's Gonna Date. Bye, stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye.